gbnews.co.uk. Uh, I hope I got that right. That's where you need to go for Cameron Walker. He is uh, that news site's royal correspondent. He joins me every week to talk about the House of Windsor. Good morning, Cameron. Good morning, Tony. Yeah, gbnews.com now. We've changed the website, oh. so it's .com. GBnews.com. All right. Harry and Meghan, not surprisingly, are uh, uh, making news. We saw this week um, a live therapy session from the couple who desperately want their privacy. I don't expect you to comment on that, Cameron. Um, but they, they, there, is, uh, there is news about them, as, as always there is. Yes, there is. In the last hour, we have had it confirmed that their daughter, Lilibet, has been, has been christened Princess Lilibet Diana princess now that has come as some surprise because we were led to believe that uh prince harry would at least seek some kind of blessing or permission from the king in order to use the prince or princess title he may well have done but we just haven't been told yet um so basically under 1917 letters patents set out by george the fifth um, any grandchild of the monarch does automatically have the right to have a prince or princess title. Clearly, Charles is now the monarch, and therefore Archie and Lilibet both have the right to be prince or princess. But we were understood, or we were led to believe that perhaps that would be something that the king would grant or give his blessings to, which certainly officially hasn't happened, at least. Um, the, the christening took place in Los Angeles. It was the Archbishop of Los Angeles that did the private ceremony at the Sussex's home. Uh, it's understood that Lily's title is, uh, and Archie's use as the title as well, Prince, by the looks of it, um, are going to be used for formal settings, but not an everyday conversation. Um, and of course, this is just a couple of weeks, really, eight weeks before the coronation. And there's still a big question mark um, over whether or not the Sussexes will attend, although we are led to believe that they have been invited. And speaking of invites, People magazine is reporting that the King, Queen Consort and the Prince and Princess of Wales were all invited to Lilibet's christening, which took place on Friday, but none of them attended. That has not been confirmed by any of the palaces, but that is what People magazine is reporting. So, yes, um, a day of a of an unexpected breaking news, particularly to do with um, prince, prince and princess titles of, of two very young children who live in California. Uh, there are so many questions there. Is the king pleasantly disposed enough towards Harry and his wife to grant those titles? And I've got a, a probably a second, uh, well, I definitely have a second question, but in answer to that, is is he likely, given that it's... Uh, it's frosty between father and son at the moment. I think it is frosty. Um, Buckingham Palace and, uh, has always maintained that the king still loves his son, and I can imagine that is still the case, despite all the bombshells. But I think what we saw this week in terms of Harry and Meghan being asked to leave Frogmore Cottage, was, um, which is their UK home, for those of you who, who don't know, and they've been asked to vacate it, is the king having his monarch head on rather than his father head on because he has to clearly yeah. put the crown first. Um, and logically and logistically, it made sense in terms of cost-cutting to approve the crown estate's decision to evict Harry and Meghan, essentially, um, which clearly would have caused a lot of tensions. Then the Sussexes spokespeople came out and said uh, that they have been approached to perhaps come to the coronation. They've been email in email correspondence with Buckingham Palace, but they would not confirm if they had made up their minds yet. Um, 
so clearly relationships are rocky and it does remain unclear at this stage whether they did talk discuss this with the king um before the christening that they were going to give titles to lilibet princess lilibet diana for her christening and also by the looks of it giving archie a prince title because we were led to believe that they haven't actually spoken to each other for months and um, which is why it's come as, as such a surprise um, that the Sussexes have um, very openly, actually, to, to many media, um, confirmed the fact that she, she has been christened. Um, the other question I've got for you, uh, Cameron Walker, who's a royal correspondent for GB News, <sighs> you can't have your cake and eat it. Um, you can't say, well, we want to opt out of being royals, um, performing none of the duties that come with being royals, but reserving to yourself all of the trappings that come with being a royal. Yes, and that seems to be the fundamental point here. But I think we have seen a sense this weekend um, of Harry doing just that. He said in the therapy, the stream therapy session you were talking about, uh, that he has always felt that he's different from the rest of his family. And as much as they criticise, talking about perhaps his, his critics over the book and the Netflix series and so on, um, the more he feels the need to share, which I think is quite telling. He knows that he is, OK, financially not receiving any money from the sovereign grant or from his father or whatever, but he it does give him the freedom to make his own decisions and, and, and make his own money. And I think that's what we're seeing here. He is free to do what he wants. And he's free to do what he wants in the context of, of Los Angeles, the, the home of Hollywood, the home of A-list celebrities with an American PR team, with an, with an American wife who knows that Hollywood world and is very savvy and, and knows how to perhaps create good PR or at least increase a public profile. Um, and I think Harry's been swept along in that. And, and I mean, like him or loathe him, he continues to make headlines, whatever he does. That's true. That's true. Well, let's move on from uh, Harry and Meghan Cameron. A state visit has been announced. It has, yes. So the King and Queen Consort will be undertaking their first foreign state visit, the first one of the new reign, to France and Germany later on this month. Um, it was at the request of the British government, um, and it's understood that the presidents of France and Germany both extended invitations to the King and Queen Consort. So they're going to be starting off in Paris. They'll be visiting President Macron um, and there'll be a number of engagements as well. They're get, then going to go to Bordeaux and then we'll be flying to Germany, to Berlin uh, and Hamburg as well as on the list. It's all about, I think, cementing those ties with Britain's closest geographical neighbours uh, and also... Um, kind of giving different engagements or, or understanding different engagements with um, the king and queen consort's passion. So there's going to be a lot about climate change and sustainability. There's going to be lots on refugees and, and Ukraine, um, because obviously France and Germany and the UK actually have taken quite a lot of Ukrainian refugees following the war there. Uh, and the queen consort is understood to perhaps have a couple of engagements to do with literacy uh, because she's very keen on on um, championing literacy and the importance of reading and how that can impact you later on in life and create better outcomes for you uh, so it's going to be a wide variety of, of engagements uh, but yeah as i said first trip to the king and queen consort abroad now um i wonder if they'll face protesters abroad as they have at home possibly um but obviously the france and germany are both 
republics anyway. So I think any protest tends to be in the either Commonwealth realms or here in Great Britain, because the king is still head of state and, yeah. and the protesters see him as somebody who should be held to account as our head of state. Uh, and clearly they, they want a republic, but, but, that, but that's by the by. I think with France and Germany, um, although perhaps they are not as popular as, let's say, Will and Kate are, they are still uh, very well-known figures, clearly, across the world. And I think many people will come out to see them and, and, and wish them well. Whether or not there will be protests, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yes, we'll, we'll obviously report it if that does happen. But usually at these things, there seems to be a small minority of very loud vocal protesters um, with lots of supportive crowds. So we'll see if that's replicated in France and Germany. Uh, well, let's go to Wales now, where uh, the Prince and Princess of Wales visited uh, a country they visited uh, recently, um, and they sat with the Welsh Guards, a, a unit with a magnificent combat history. Yes, they did. Um, this was for uh, St David's Day, the National Day of Wales, um, and obviously Prince William is the new Prince of Wales. It was the first time he had met them. He had, following his A-levels, actually trained with them in Belize uh, doing jungle training, uh, which was ironic, really, because um, for this parade, which happened last week, uh, quite a lot of the troops had literally, in the last 24 hours, got off a plane from Jamaica doing jungle training in 30 degrees sweltering heat, yeah. and then were suddenly having to march around a parade ground in the freezing cold Windsor wet weather um, <laughs> of being severely jet lagged. But nonetheless, it was, um, it was a very great um, ceremony, a very great parade. Uh, the Prince of Wales uh, spoke to them. He delivered a speech and he said, and he spoke of the camaraderie they have and how he hopes to develop a strong relationship with the regiments, as clearly he will. They're part of the household um, regiments as well. So they are kind of personal foot guards and personal body, personal bodyguards of, of the King and His Majesty. They Okay, Cameron Walker, I have to cut you out there, but thank you for your time this morning. As always, back in a moment.